your turn to... Oh, is it for me? Consider yourself fired. Why are you winking at me? Consider yourself fired. Hello, and welcome to the JT and Drew Show. I'm JT. And I'm Drew. And we're two nobodies talking about nothing. Nothing. Consider yourself fired. Welcome back to the JT and Drew Show. I'm JT. And he's not Drew. I am. Yes. <laughs> cool. Welcome back, bud. Welcome back. I uh, haven't seen you in a while. Not that I can see you now, but I haven't seen you in a while. Well, uh, if you just uh, turn around. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. I just you. kidding. Turn yourself back around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, honey, you get old here. <laughs> well, guess I get what I asked for, huh? That's true. But uh, yeah, man, I've been doing great. Um, I didn't ask if you can, if you can tell by the sound of my voice, I'm I'm just sick of missing you. Are um, you though? I'm, I. Well, the first half of that I am. The second half, not so that's much. That's good. Yeah. Well, just sick. That's. I'm terribly sorry. Yeah. How's your? Um, you know, I don't even want to ask anymore because that was a, that was a really rude of you, and I'm almost offended. Can you be offended? It's 2021. Can you? I, I don't know the rules. I don't either. I wasn't. Don't you owe me something? I don't know. I, who knows? I'm not keeping score. <laughs> Reparations. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm about uh, 48 shades to life for that. All right. <laughs> Did you go to Lowe's and find out? <laughs> Just go to the... uh, we'll be editing all of that. <laughs> Our show is not popular enough to sustain those injuries just yet. Our show is not popular enough, so we can say stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me back on the show, man. Um, I'm super excited. Um, I know you had mentioned that there were a couple things that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, man. Uh, something about like your your something you were used to be into or something. It was a hobby. I, I don't remember. I don't know why you would... Um introduce it like that no i had a couple of uh, subjects that popped you know popped into the noodle not too long ago and i know this is kind of more like a, a spooky season kind of a theme mm. but uh we know uh how my brain works and you know i kind of wanted to talk about the paranormal and uh Ooh. yeah you know just kind of things and i see dead people <laughs> um all right bruce willis and um uh, another one that is in our description, but we haven't talked about it yet on the podcast. You and me have had this discussion mm-hmm. a lot, uh, and it's pineapple on pizza. Yep, yep. Can I get an amen on that? No, one? pineapple belongs on pizza. And ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I am so sorry that you have to hear this, but. It's going to be like a four-hour show of Drew and I just nipple-slapping each other about this subject, and I'm so sorry. Look, for every listener that emails us and agrees that pineapple belongs on pizza, I will get JT to keep his shirt on for the next show. (laughs) You can't do that. You can't control my life. I know your life. I pay your taxes. You don't keep the lights on at night, though. No. Well, it's cheaper that way. But um, but yeah, man, pepperoni and pepperoni. Yeah, <laughs> no pepperoni all <laughs> on the way. Pepperoni man. pizza. Nope, you said it. Pepperoni it, all the way it is. 
delicioso. To put it in my native tongue. Mm. Just kidding, it's English. Um, <coughs> but yeah, it's it's great. Well, that's good. So, and um, also, uh, again, I don't know how you do this, but we have a special guest. We do, we do indeed. How did you get um, this? <coughs> how did you get this person on the show? Is the Pope Catholic, JT? <laughs> no. There's your answer. Wait. No. Yes. Oh, um, oh, <coughs> oh. You said the Pope. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, though. We were able to get this special guest, uh, very last minute, have you, and uh, it, it was no easy feat. Um, uh, let me tell you, her schedule was just booked up crazy. Um, but yet you but managed somehow, to get her. Somehow, yeah, she agreed to do the show. Um, I did tell her that you would pay her cash up front, so I'll let you handle that piece. But um, anyways, without further ado, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have joining us today, Jessica. It's fine. Jessica. Jessica. Hey, guys. Thanks for letting me be here. Thanks for letting me come out of the hole. Thanks. I really, I really needed some sunshine. You've you've been behaving lately, so you deserve this. You have, yeah. <laughs> Jessica, it's great to see you. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, man. Of course, of course. Um, uh, we have a couple of touchy subjects that we Ooh. would. Uh, for the record, yeah, I'm sitting here with Drew. Pineapple absolutely belongs on pizza. Okay, we haven't gotten there yet, and you need to shut your mouth. Okay. Okay. So All right. the price just went up. As her manager, I'm. Don't make me go say. back in the hole. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. Listen, We're Jessica. Put JT in the hole. I got, I got a magazine. Okay, I didn't get your magazine, but I got a magazine. It puts solution on its skin. Yes, We're gonna sir. Put we're going to put JT in the hole and he can't come out until he eats. You don't want me in that Yeah, but hole. if you give him lotion, he's going to come out sticky and it's just going to be really awkward. Oh, we don't need to talk about that time in Bangladesh. <laughs> yeah. Where was that at? Banging your flesh. <laughs> Bangladesh. <laughs> so Bangladesh gets a tea, but guest doesn't. Uh, I like my tea like I like my Harper's. Wet. Sweet. <laughs> oh, wet. <laughs> and full of ships are seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, anyways. <laughs> That's usually the sound it makes, too. You're welcome. I read the Cinderella story. <laughs> That's usually okay. the sound he makes. Uh, What's that? What's not that? always. Oh. It's a different world now. No. <laughs> so so Jessica, uh would you care to talk about um the two subjects that we have at hand? One paranormal and then obviously pineapple on pizza, which you both are commies and uh <laughs> Yeah, I'll start with um Paranormal. Yeah, so my parent the the house that I grew up in, my parents' house that they currently still live in, uh, is haunted. Um the there's there've only been two owners in the house the people who built it and then my parents and 
the man who owned the house built the house and he died of a massive heart attack Mm -hmm. in the house and um so his spirit is still there which rightfully so i mean like it was their family home he built it with his hands you know he spent a lot of time there but he is pretty harmless you know nothing crazy i think it's just like a residual kind of thing okay i'm a firm believer in like spirits who come to visit or come to say their final goodbyes and i think that that's a also a thing but um in that area there are indian burial grounds okay and across the highway from where my parents live they developed a brand new uh golf course like a really nice one like pga oh wow yeah um and when they were developing that they disturbed some of the indian burial grounds mm. so it stirred some South. Up. yeah stirred some stuff up huh Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think activity is kind of in that area has gone up just a tad. How long ago did they build but the golf course? 20 years ago, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really start sponsoring like huge PGA tours there until maybe like 10, 15 years ago. Okay. I wouldn't even say then, but it takes a while to caddyshack that kind of place. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like you can hear footsteps upstairs. When you're downstairs and the lights will turn off and the radio will pop on when you're watching TV and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. And if you're home alone, you know, it kind of freaks you out. But at the same time, like we've lived there for, well, they've lived there for so long. Even when we go home and visit, like stuff will happen and like, oh, it's just whatever his name was. I think it was John or something. No, it's just John. That's okay. It's no big deal. So. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. What about you, Drew? What's your what's your take? Um, my take is I think it's all very interesting. We were talking about earlier the ants and lights. <clears throat> oh yeah, well, and that's a that's a big one here in in like the West Texas area. And they had uh, what was it like the Ghost Adventures and these other different like paranormal groups come out and investigate and whatnot. And it was it was very interesting because I've been out there a few times and uh seen it for myself and not been able to debunk it and if i'm not mistaken when they came out they weren't able to debunk it but nobody can explain it either so what are these ants and lights so there's a do you want to go ahead jt no 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 man this this is your area not mine i already debunked it but you know whatever Mm -mm, yeah i don't trust your eyes um (laughs) it's not a white joke either brown eyes oh i have brown eyes it's because you're full of they are salsa colored brown (laughs) but um anyway so you you're out in anson there's this old cemetery story is something to the effect of this mom uh, let her kids go out and play and she told them hey uh, on your way home if you get lost flicker your lantern and and i'll know that that's you needing help and i'll come and find you well they ended up dying all of them so the story goes if you go down past the cemetery on the dirt road you turn your vehicle around if you flash your lights and then wait and turn them off. She comes out because she thinks that you're her children and that you are, you know, summoning her to, hey, we're lost, come find us. And you'll see this little, like, flicker of light in the distance. But when you drive closer to it, uh, probably like halfway the distance that you started out at, the light dis- disappears. Now, off of that cemetery is a main road that intersects, and 
I've seen it where cars have driven past, but that light is in front of those cars. Mm -hmm. JT has seen it where the cars have driven past and the light disappears and comes back and whatnot, indicating that the light was on the other side of the road. I've been down there several times and seen it, but I cannot explain it either. You said several when you first started. You said a few. How many times have you been there? Are you Democrat now? I'm just trying to get the story straight, man. I'm saying more than three. Okay. I would consider a few, three or more, several, the same boat. Hmm. Several sounds like a big gas bill. Several sounds like a big gas bill? Yeah, like you paid a lot of gas to get there. Like I paid several gas? Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Exactly. Your story makes no sense. So it's not, there's a hill on the other side of the highway that is just tall enough for 18-wheelers to go past it, but... Nope. The light looks like I read it's that article in too. The field, and it's not in the field. Nope. It's on the other side of the highway. Mm-mm. Is it my turn? Are we coming around to my? No, it's not my your turn. Side yet. Of the table. <clears throat> so one more because uh, Miss Jessica here brought up an interesting point about Indian burial grounds. Okay, there you don't mess with them. So Lake Fort Phantom. Oh yeah, that's a know good the history one. out there or not. Mm-hmm. So me in my younger days, I downloaded a a ghost detector app on my phone, and it has. Oh yeah, that's really smart. It had a radar. I bet it worked. It had a radar, like, and it would show you. Uh, you know, they tell you in the little description based on the electromagnetic blah blah blah, and you get little blips that'll pop up, and it'll show you if it's near or far or whatever. Cool. It looks like the one they have on TV. So we're driving around Lake Fort Phantom at night, and we're all got our little apps up, and we're talking to it. And we're trying to see who, what, when, where, why. And, you know, it'll pop up with words, right? And if a ghost hits a certain frequency, then this word will pop up. That's how it works on TV. Oh, yeah, so it must be real. Mm Mm-hmm, that has to be. So I'm getting words pop up here and there. I'm getting uh, words like muddy, chief, princess, Indian. You know, it's not making any sense as I are, whatever. Mm -hmm. Get back home, do a little bit of research, and find out in that area near Lake Fort Phantom where the ruins are and whatnot that there was, in fact, a story about a uh, Indian chief and his princess daughter and this road out there, I guess, that was called Muddy Waters or something, and putting all these puzzle pieces together, and it freaked me out. It was a, a interesting experience. All right. Interesting. Okay, I'm sorry, JT, you have your moment here in just a second. I just want to ask a question. For the table or just Drew? For the table. Have you guys heard of the black-eyed children here in Abilene? Yes. The black-eyed children? Black-eyed You're talking about the children on the railroad tracks? No. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. But I've heard. So I watched like this show on some stupid. It's like a Discovery. Travel channel. Not Discovery. Travel channel something. Um, And it was about a guy who was down at uh, the theater. The one that you just went to. And he was writing a check or something for his rent and was going to deposit it or whatever and these two black eyed children came up to his car and was like hey can you give us a ride and he was like what the hell's wrong with these kids uh so he was like no you can't open you know no i'm not gonna give you a ride they're like come on and trying to like and he said that he could subconsciously feel his like him trying to unlock the door and he was like, wait, no, no, I don't want to do that. But the, so the lore goes, if you let these black eyed children into your house, you're never seen or heard of again. So I've heard that story in other states as well. I thought you mm-hmm. were talking about the children who uh, like if you go to this certain place and 
um, stop your car on the railroad tracks, you'll have these kids push your car off the railroad tracks. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. And they put powder on the uh, trunk. Yeah. And they get, like, it's the oil prints. from your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called gravity. Now, why would people be afraid Wild. of of uh, black guys' children? Not black like guys' children. Black It's 2021. Hide. Hide. Like your eyes. Oh, yeah, like, okay. Yeah. So you, she was being racist. Like demon children. Yes. Like, honest to goodness, de- like soulless children is what they're referring. That's what he explained them as. Like, they were. Com- there was no white parts of their eyeballs. Yeah. It was all, it's all black. black. Yeah. Because they have the black-eyed mans, too, who try to get into your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I was just... It's a, ugh, it's a, I was just thinking about him when I went to go get this out of the truck. I was like, oh, my God, what if one just sneaks up on me right now? <laughs> 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 so I don't even have my pew-pew. <laughs> well, you need you need his headband is what you need. Uh, you missed. I know. Oh, yeah, there we go. Give me a little flower power. Maybe you get some soul back in you. <laughs> All right, tell us your story. Uh oh, are we ready? Are we ready for? Yeah, money? I'm ready for it. Well, we're ready yes. to hear the BS that you Saving had to the make best for the last. I, I have a feeling that I'm going to get uh, I'm going to get crap from Drew this entire. My entire segment, because I gave him crap on his. So, oh, come on. Um, you know me too well. I know, Darren. <laughs> I, uh, I used to do this for, not a living, but for a hobby, where I went out and attempted to make contact with the paranormal. And it started out, it started out when I was a kid on my grandmother's farm, my great-grandmother's farm. And um, her land had Indian burials on it too. And I've kind of noticed, not really a trend, but all all across the Midwest, Southwest, all that stuff is, there's a lot of Indian burials. Now granted, they had like 10,000 years to bury people. So I'm sure everywhere is Indian burials. Not saying that that's any more or less of a impact, but uh, when I was a kid, it started out, where I got up from my granddad's, my great-granddad's bedroom, went into the kitchen, grabbed some water, and as I was walking back, I see this figure up on the window glowing with no head. And I was like, and um, sousing my pants, and (laughs) I hid under the covers for the rest of the night. Didn't sleep, but just hid under the covers. And that kind of like intrigued me on what is this stuff? Uh, one only time I've ever seen something. So uh, many moons later, I get stationed up in Missouri. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, Missouri has got a bunch of history as far as this goes. Uh, I get back from my last deployment and I go up to a house called the Anderson House, which the Anderson House is an old Civil War house that they had a little battle, that three-day battle. And um, I have a magnet, so I know it's a real battle. Uh, And (laughs) they kind of go through this house and they tell you all about it and and all the history of it. Well, I've got these two video cameras. And my brother's got one, and I accidentally left one in the vehicle with my parents. But my brother's got one, 
and we're panning around this room. We walk into the room that's called the pink room. And in the pink room, you just hear people walk into the room. And then all of a sudden, you hear like a mumble, like a blah, 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 blah. And then a real loud, yes, sir. That's it. That's all you hear. And it wasn't anybody on the tour. Now, I know if you weren't in the tour, you didn't know what people sounded like. But it wasn't anything that was a part of the tour. I cut that video and I loaded that onto the uh, tube of you many moons ago. And I believe it's actually still on my Facebook uh, where you can hear it. But you have to have headphones to hear it. Like if you just use your computer speakers, it doesn't really come up. So uh, I did that. And then I got my friend who I will give a shout out to. I know she doesn't listen to this podcast, but if she ever did, she'll hear this. Her name was Kippy. And her and I used to go into cemeteries and we used to just walk around with recorders and whatnot. Uh, I felt cold spots in there. Uh, A couple of the, there was one that was just north of a town called Warrensburg where I was touched and had uh, bruises or a burn mark or whatever you want to call it uh, on my spine, which was pretty interesting that evening. And there's a few, but I'll just go over one. There was a one was just me, uh, Kippy and I, we were in a cemetery and we were talking about headstones and, you know, this is going to be us one day. People are going to come look at our headstones. And I get this, like, demonic female voice of, like, yes, yes. And it just, like, freaked me out when I went back on my recording and I heard it. And I, like, threw my headphones. I was like, nope, nope, not me, not this guy. You're not getting my soul. And uh, it was uh, an eye-opener. So I've pretty much come up with a theory on what I think ghosts are and uh, what I think they're capable of. And and I say ghosts, the paranormal. What they're capable of and then, you know, kind of more or less either how you live with it or how to get rid of it and stuff like that. And I have my own theories on it, but having those experiences and actually, actually trying to go out and find them are... Uh, was really interesting at that time when we moved here to this town we tried to get into the movie theater uh, and get some recordings there and they just absolutely said no and I tried for about another year to you know hey has anybody ever heard anything Uh, I went up to the Anson Lights with uh, Drew uh, and a mutual friend of ours and from what I saw the Anderson lights wasn't really much. However, I would not be skeptic. No, I wouldn't be. Uh, I would go back. You know, I would go back to the I Anderson see. lights yeah, to yeah. to try and see it again. But from what I saw, you know, I already said that. I already said what I saw. So sure. Um, but I so absolutely a, enjoy it. There's a guy uh, <clears throat> named Vincent Amico or Amico. And uh, he and his wife started a site called AZ Paranormal Investigations. Mm-hmm. And they kind of talk about their experiences as well and um, some of their own theories. And one of the things that he takes issue with is the way that folks interpret uh, the EVPs or the electronic voice phenomena right. recordings. Yeah. <clears throat> so he was saying 
based on his own experience, he and his wife going around, uh, that in most cases that the words are almost impossible to make out with the static buzzing that goes on from those recorders. Um, and he said a lot of times it's not anything more than background noise or changes in radio waves or frequencies or what have you. Right. And I and totally agree with him 90% of the time. And he points out that it's a lot of times, based on these TV shows anyway, has to do with suggestion, the power of suggestion. Correct. Yep. I would agree with that. Oh, yeah. When they play those recordings on like Ghost Avengers and whatever other paranormal, it's what they want you to hear. So when they play it, I don't even listen to what they say it is. I make my own interpretation of what I heard. Usually what they it's say just a and fart. what I hear. Not. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just peed my pants. You know. Oh Did God. you feel this? this? Oh, I feel it's warm down my leg. This ghost just had Taco Bell. <laughs> Do you smell that? It smells terrible. No, man, that was just me. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's another you know thing I mean? he talks about. Excuse me. And again, these are these own people's their own um, theories or ideas or whatnot. But they talk about the uncomfortable reality that a lot of this stuff is illogic and or illogical, and it's all left to interpretation, right? Yeah. yeah. None of it is really, hey, we have concrete proof that, you know, when when we find a cold spot or the temperature drops or I get goosebumps or this or that, like that is a ghost or a paranormal or anything. It's more or less what we are determining it is in that moment. Right. Well, in an 80 degree night, right, Mm -hmm. and you're just walking around and you're like, it's pretty hot. And then all of a sudden you get a chill, go up your spine, right? Mm -hmm. And then right as the cold goes into your face and you go, and you can see your breath, but your arms are still sweating. Tell me, you tell me. I can get the goosebumps. I I have felt that. But then again, I was outside. I felt it. And it was like 80 degrees that night. Okay. And I had a temperature reader, right? The one of those laser point things. Mm -hmm. Um, it show, indicated that it, you know, the outside air was in the 80s, but that one spot was 30 something degrees, 36 degrees, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So, but you, know, you still cannot. I can't say it was a ghost. You are correct. I can't say it mm-hmm. was a ghost. However, it was out of normal parameters of what it was right and he says here that just about any anomaly anything that anyone considers odd for any reason from an undetermined sound to a bad feeling to a blurry photo can be and has been considered evidence of ghosts yeah and and i get what he's saying and he's completely right for me personally so like when you see on the videos you're like oh look at the orbs i don't trust orbs orbs could be dust i don't either what I do trust yep. is from my own equipment, if I still had it, from my own equipment, from what I can see in that equipment or what I can hear from that equipment. And I'll give you an example. For the longest time, I had an audio clip that sounded like a trunk slamming down and being dragged across the Anderson house because we just sort of like left one of the digital recorders in there just to see for like 10 minutes. Well... Come to find out on the video, there were lawn people cutting the grass. And I didn't look at the video for years. But I went back and looked at the video and I was like, oh, there's lawn people out here. And he probably hit a stick. But I told people, oh, it sounds like a trunk and it's being dragged across the floor. And that's what it sounded like. 
but mm-hmm. it probably wasn't. The long guy probably just hit a stick, and yeah. that was his blades kind of restarting. Well, and, let me ask and then you I this. cut that out. I was let like, me okay, ask you this. Since you, yeah. since you did this as a hobby, right? Yeah. I did it mm-hmm. once or twice as a dummy. Why, why, why on the TV shows anyway? Why do people seem to do this more at nighttime? Is there a particular reason? There's No. Go ahead, Jessica, please. There's scare factors. I mean, honestly, you get more drama out of it being nighttime than you do out of it being daytime. It's not going to matter whether it's night or daytime. It happens. So if you talk to like people who work in the bars who are haunted, they're actively at work during the day, like pubs and stuff. It doesn't necessarily have to be at night. But do you think that people, maybe the average amateur who wants to dabble in this would, hey, I'm going to do the stereotypical, let me go when it's dark out, walk through the cemetery or through the abandoned house or whatever. So I'm going I to put suggest this, it. hang on, I'm going to put this in air quotes, okay? I'm not okay. a scientist. I have no science background. Um, I, I love science, but I'm going to give you a couple of people, a couple of theories that I have, that I have heard, and it kind of makes sense to me. Okay. People do it at night because during the daytimes you have the sun throwing out a bunch of waves, light waves, radio waves, all that waves, right? There's It doesn't go away, but there's less of it at night to where you could possibly pick up those EMPs, those EVPs, those whatever you need to pick up, uh, the temperature flux. You know, you have a higher chance of catching what that is. Does that necessarily mean that the activity is more or less at night? No, it's not. The reason people sit there and go, oh, it's only happening at night. Well, you have a job and you're not home during the day. So you're not seeing what's happening during the day. You're only seeing what's happening at night. And I think that's where people are like, oh, well, let's let's do all this stuff at night. Uh, the theory, again, is that you're getting less interference with the sun and everything else that goes out in space that hits the atmosphere and comes through. You're getting more of a true reading at night. Well, on a less um, scientific approach, but a equally scientific approach, I think, uh, like Jessica was saying, if you do it at night, the scare factor is there psychologically. Your mind can play more on your emotions. You know, I can remember being a little kid and sleeping in my room in the dark and seeing a shadow and freaking out to find out, oh, it's just a stuffed animal on the shelf. Yeah, I mean, your mind's, mind definitely plays tricks on you, but I think you're you're also letting your guard down at the end of the day, too. Like, it's time to rest and you're... Getting comfortable and, you know, you're well, starting yeah, to let your but, subconscious... But some of these guys them, that do it for a profession, that's their, just dumb. that's their work time. Right. You know, they can get this exact same outcome if they were to go out at sunset. I think they would actually have better readings during those times because the sun's going down so you still have the energy of the sun that's giving energy to these spirits. It's a whole energy force field type thing. Hmm. It's been... I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's just for show, honestly. And for the the uh, newbies out there, like, probably go when the sun is still semi-up. Because especially if you're not going into a place that you've been before. For one, because you don't know the area well. So you want to be able to see it when it's lit. 
you're gonna stub your toe, or you're gonna fall, and you're you know yeah like safety first. safety hazards. Yeah. Two, make sure you're not breaking and entering. Like most cemeteries, you don't go to after dusk anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you shouldn't, shouldn't be, be going there. Jumping any fences or walls or don't do trespassing that. Trespassing anything like yeah, that. Yeah, don't be disrespectful. And if you want to go to a place that's a privately owned, ask them first before you just do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. And also, I would I would caution folks to do research. Come, you know, draw your own conclusions and everything. Um, you know, the whole thing is very interesting to me. Again, there's no direct evidence that says, well, if you feel this or if you see that or whatever, that this is definitively what it is. Yeah, but then I there's mean, none all... that says necessarily that it isn't. But I think that there also is, you know, demonic stuff out there and yes. stuff that, you know, don't know what you're doing or dabbling in it to have fun or whatnot. You you might, you know, come up with some. Tread lightly. Yeah. You don't yes. want to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, we have a neighbor kid that's down the street who, like, she's into it. Right. And I have a deck of tarot cards. I'm like, hey, no, ma'am. Uh one no i'm not your mom two no don't nope not on my terms also i don't really even know what i'm doing with those so no there's certain things that you can get into but like be careful because one your intention is everything Mm. two there's things that you bring back after doing stuff like that that you didn't they can mask themselves to be something they're not sure and then you're stuck with something that's terrible right so i don't dabble as much as i used to because i have little kids in the house you know so and jt doesn't dabble because he's white i'm not allowed to dabble that's what i got from that yeah anyway yeah that's thanks. no that that's that's very good information very good Definitely never, ever, ever. Please never. Please, for the love of God, never play with Ouija boards. Don't do it. Mm, Just don't. Good word of advice. Yeah, please don't. One thing I did tell my dad when he gave me my Ouija board was uh, he was like, hey, how'd that Ouija board work out for you? I I was like, I didn't really do anything. I don't think the batteries were working. And he looked at me and (laughs) said, "Uh, that thing doesn't require batteries. And I went, exactly. Hmm. We've been uh, we've been going on about this. I kind of want to change gears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just get the controversial pizza pineapple. Yeah. Real quick, real no. quick. Oh. Before we jump into that, we've okay. got another quick tidbit on the things that make you go. Uh. Oh. Things that make you go. Brought to you by the, the JT and Drew Show. I got hit by a twine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you didn't know the top selling vehicles in America, do y'all have any idea? Let's just say number one most selling vehicle in America, in the United States. I'm going to go with sedan. Okay. Sedan. Jessica. Man, the minivan. The minivan. Okay. Shagging wagon. Ooh. Taking it back. Uh, You are both wrong. It is actually the Ford F-Series. It dominates sales in the Midwest and is the top-selling vehicle in 60% of the United States. Found on road dead. Fix Can't change my mind. or repair daily. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. On top of that, 48 of 50 states have a truck or SUV as the stop as the top selling vehicle in 2020. Ew. Can't confirm that one. So, um what does everybody drive here? <laughs> well, can we go first? Yes, matter. please. I got a 21 Trail Boss. Okay. And a 19 Escape. Okay, SUV. Mm. Yeah. All right, all right. Escape. You got to say it right. Escape. Sorry. Escape. That's, right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Drew, what mm. about you? I have a uh, a lovely, ever so lovely, 05 Silverado. Mm. Whoop, whoop. And a uh, 2011 Camry. Okay. Nice. And a uh, motorcycle that I haven't ridden over a year. There you go. Yeah. Road, ridden. Ridden road. I don't know. Ridden. That's ridden. Good ridden. Road. Good ridden. Road. It's like one of those words that's really funny. I haven't ridden it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get hit by a twain. <laughs> All right, JT. Um, I'm, I bet we can guess what you drive. It's uh, probably white. It's probably white, I tell you that. <laughs> uh, right now, it's it's not too white. It's very dirty. Oh. Oh. It's a beetle, isn't it? It's not. It's know. a moped. A mini? That a is Miata. a song. Uh, yeah. Downtown. <laughs> uh, Mazda Miata. Uh, it is. So the Mazda was supposed to be my backup vehicle, and that is a Mazda B2200 1991 carbureted five-speed. Mm, the AC is in there, but it doesn't work. Uh, box <laughs> Does steering. Does the truck work? <laughs> the whole it's in truck there. Does not work, um, but, but it's a 460. Yeah, but um, my daily driver is a 2018 <laughs> Tundra. I nice. love that thing. Hell yeah! And I didn't get the big one. I got the workers truck. So just the SR series. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with nope, it. it. Gets me nope. from point A to point B, and I fill it up every Absolutely. four days. Hey man, oh, that, that truck will that. last you. You know, you take care of it. Nothing will last you. You know, if you take care of yours, it'll last you. Uh, my dad has yeah. an 05 Silverado, and I think he's got, I think he's coming up to like 220000 on his. He's never taken it to the shop for like major stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You, you just have to maintain it. Yeah. Like, take care of your crap, you know. Yeah, take mm-hmm. care of your stuff, and it'll last long, so. Yeah. Last long time, honey. Yeah, honey. Your Silverado is in mint condition, and it's probably my favorite body style of Silverados. The older. Uh, yeah. yeah. The dad body style. Just before just before it tried to, they tried to make it beefy. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. My brother had a, he had the same body style for his first vehicle. Yeah. Spilled rotten turd. But yeah, it was. I love that truck. Honestly, just I just love trucks. I can't go back. I went from a 2010 Ford Mustang to an Escape, and then we traded it in for I think it was a 13 Silverado, and it was a lemon, so we had to get rid of it. Mm. Yeah, but then we got an 18 Silverado, and then we traded that in for the 21. There you go. Uh, Trail Boss, yeah. Well, this Can't stop. Uh, has been another uh, successful installment of things that make you go. 
<laughs> Leaving that one in. <laughs> yep. Ooh. All right. Now back to the uh, back to the hot topic of the of the segment or the episode here. Yeah, the the most the most, if in my opinion, the most controversial subject on our podcast we have ever had. And Jessica, I would like to say thank you for joining us. Um, but your time is up uh, because I needed to be a one for one, not a one for two. Wow, Jessica. Just so you know. Um, He's not the boss. Wow. He's what? What did you say? You're not the boss of me. I didn't I tell you that earlier today? You're not the boss of me, but it came out you're not my boss. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) It was so awkward. Whoopsie. Sorry. I am just gonna crawl on my skin. I have ever been in my life. Oh, this is boom boom boom. Somebody call nine one one because I'm fat and out out of shape. Hand me that bag. Must be a delay. All right. So, what's your take? I already know what your take is. Pineapple and pineapples. Pizza. What does it do on pizza? It's savory and sweet. You cannot yes. go wrong with a big chunk of ham and pineapple, man. Or or pepperoni. I mean, either it's way. okay. Yeah, Canada. but I eat mine with ham. Yeah, it's from Canada. Come on, man. No. See, it's okay with Canadian bacon, but I'm saying ham chunks. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's different and better. Better than barf chunks. I'll yeah, it is better, and like it needs to be smothered in mozzarella cheese. And we all here know what cheese does to me. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not good. It does. It doesn't do to you what it did to me. Okay. Clean up in JT's pants. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it does. Yeah, well, it doesn't like bind uh, people. It alarm. binds most people up, and it doesn't doesn't do that for me. No, 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 no. Yeah, false alarm. That was what just I, sweat. What I'm talking about is, you know, what happened to me over by the bookshelf. <laughs> I feel so bad for all those supplies. <laughs> I miss this. You didn't because I looked in. Oh, apparently, I looked man. in your soul when it happened. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was the shot heard around the world. Honestly, it, I hate my life still, but oh you've got to laugh. You've got to laugh at stuff like that. I mean, you were melting on the inside, and we were I melting on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, JT, I just want you to in your head. In your head, picture this. Okay. Okay. You're sitting in your truck. You look down in your lap at the package of Oreos. Mm. You stare ever so intently at them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your head comes up and goes to the left, and you're looking outside your driver's window, just anticipating having to go back to the office. Yep. Then you glance back down at your Oreos, and right before you ask me to hand you the bag, because you've decided to take the Oreos into the office. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give me the bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's uh that's how it went in your head. Mine was, can I can I do the rest of my job? <laughs> <laughs> 
without these Oreos. I looked back down <laughs> no. at the Oreos. And I looked at you and I said, hand me the bag. There's no way I'm going to make it through the rest of this day without Can I do the rest of my job without hurting someone if I don't have these Oreos in my life? Honestly. I remember when it used to be cigarettes. Like, oh, do I have my pack on me? <laughs> this morning it was that. This, oh. It was, oh, shit. He's coming with the question. Let me put my patch on. <laughs> yeah, but do you know how many dumb questions I get in a day? Yeah, you, you came in and he said... Oh no, not you too. And I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a morning. <laughs> That's because I brought I brought him a customer. <laughs> oh, but yeah. every customer you bring me, get hit by twenty. And then I brought him the same one like three times a day. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, why? Yes, you did. You did. Yikes. I even looked at the <clears throat> ceiling while she was talking, going. I really hate my life right now. Why am I in this <laughs> So to <laughs> circle back to the topic at hand, <clears throat> JT, if if you are not for pineapple, what topping would you replace it with? What's your, hey, this is just delicious. I love it. Yeah, your favorite pizza ever. Okay, now wait a minute. I have to substitute pineapple with something, right? Because yeah, my yeah. favorite pizza ever is just cheese. God, you are so basic. Is it because it's white? Uh, oh no. Hold on. Okay. Technically, uh, it's if brown. If I go to if I go to if I go to CC's, it's the spinach Alfredo with you know cheese. White sauce. You, you could have any any pizza in the world from from anywhere. Okay, it doesn't matter. Then it's it's gonna be the. Um, chicken bacon ranch from mm. pizza. I don't care. I don't care who it's from. Put bacon. <laughs> put chicken. Oh, right. I will. I will slather I will that ranch it. all over it. <sighs> it's great. Honey, Based me like a put it in front bacon. of May. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rub it here. How about you? I eat it. Drew, there. what's your? Mm, my all-time favorite. <sighs> And that'll do it for the uh, JT and Drew show. Thanks for coming. Okay. Any pizza. (laughs) I really don't care. With pineapple on it is just delicious. It could be barbecue pizza. It could be pepperoni. It could be ham. It could be Canadian bacon. It could be sausage. It could be meat lovers. It could be taco. It could be this. I don't care. Throw pineapple on it. God, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I put pineapple on my burger too, though. I like that. That Mm. is delicious. If you grill it. it, Yep. Mm. Yep. I'll put mm. an egg on mine. Fried egg? Yeah, that's good, too. Have you ever put peanut butter on your burger? All right, guys. Final final topic. Um, this was brought up by one of our listeners. Uh, I'll, I'll read it here. I printed it out. Our listener here would like to know, which way do you wipe? God. That's a, um, that's a real question. Yeah. It's right here. Oh, right here. That's... Uh, I want to know who asked this question. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we'll go with Jessica. Uh, Which way yeah. do I wipe? Uh, yep. Front to back. Front to back. Okay. Yeah. I'm more of a. I'm more of a uh, back to front kind of guy. Back to front. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have. Never mind. Yeah. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Weird. Yep. <clears throat> it's definitely yeah. side to side. Yeah. As always, we'd like to say thank you for stopping by and listening to the podcast. 
yeah, we realized that uh, you could have been doing anything uh, way more productive, but you chose to waste your time with us. We look forward to talking about absolutely nothing with you next time. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at JT and Drew Show at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash JT Drew Show.